Welcome uh, to episode 223 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is um, it is Tuesday, people. Uh, Tuesday, the... Let's get rid of that fucking fly. Uh, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, the 22nd of June, 2000, 2021. Slick as fuck start there, people, wasn't it? Slick as fuck. Let's have a bit of tea. There we go. Uh, I can see the this episode already deteriorating into chaos. Um, uh, I hope you're doing well, people out there. How are you doing? If you're watching the Euros, I hope you're enjoying it. Um, I personally am still uh, still uh, watching all the games. So, um, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the rest of it looks like England uh, are going to progress, so that's all right. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, "You never know, people. You never know." Um, on the subject of football uh, this week, um, Satcher, as you say in America, uh, because you have your own brand of football out there, don't you? Eh? Always have to try and bet rest, don't you? Hey, the old Americans. <laughs> I'm fucking around. Um, you've got your own handball game, haven't you? Football where, um, you, you know, it's not really, it's more, it's a bastardization of rugby, isn't it? Which in itself is a bastardization of um, soccer or uh, football as we call it over here. Um, I never really like calling it soccer. It, not that there's anything wrong with um, uh, uh, the Americanization of it. I, I realise you have to divide between f- American football and um, and uh, football, as we would call it over here, soccer or association football. That's where it comes from, isn't it? The little rule book here. You're finding out information here. The little rule book that went over. Uh, to America, I don't know. There was probably a copy, you know, in the library of the Mayflower, perhaps. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, that's where it comes from, isn't it? Association football, like, was on the thing. So they shortened it to such a... Um, but, um, yeah, there are, in the world of football, and this is um, women's football in America... Um, which is quite, I think, I think in, in America, um, by all accounts, um, football has always seemed as a bit, has been seen as a bit of a, a pussy's game. You know what I mean? Not the genitalia. Well, yeah, I know like American, uh, soccer, um, has quite a lot, quite a lot of money in it, uh, in the women's game. Uh, I think not not as much as like obviously over in Europe with the men's game and stuff like that, but I think it is quite popular out there. Um, not that I've um, not that I've ever been a, to see any games when I've been out there, which is something I should do. I haven't even been to see a woman's game um, over here. I've watched them on telly and stuff, but uh, that is something as a white privileged skinhead cisgendered fucking straight white cisgendered male I ought to tick that off that ought to be on my list to be ticked off 
So if anyone comes back to me and calls me sexist, I can just get out two tickets, stubs, for a woman's football game, and just I think I'd win that argument. There you go. Have you been to a woman's football game? Oh, you're a female footballer. Okay, I lose that. <laughs> That'd be my fucking luck. Ah, look at me being all woke with my two tickets. Yeah, I was actually playing in that game. Thank you for recognising me. Okay, sorry about that. Um, anyway, uh, Japanese soccer player Yokoyama, Yokoyama, uh, comes out as transgender. Now, um, this is the flip side of transgenderness. Is that? Can I? Get away with saying that. Uh, transgenderness, transge- the transgender community uh, within sport. Um, so uh, Japanese soccer player Kumi Yokoyama said uh, they are transgender. They're taking the, um, um, the they, them thing. Um, uh, pronouns. Uh, a revelation praised in the US where they play in the National Women's Soccer, soccer League. Uh, but an identity not legally recognised in Japan. Really? Is it illegal to be transgender? Is it illegal to be transgender in Japan? Uh, In 2003, a law was passed allowing transgender people to change their gender marker on legal documents. Approval requires being over 22 years old, unmarried, undergoing sex reassignment surgery, sterilisation. Fucking hell. (laughs) Brutal out there, aren't they? And having no children under 20. LGBT rights in Japan. Let's have a look. Uh, Oh, God. You never never want to click on uh, Wikipedia, do you? Too much information. I just want it broken down for a fucking soundbite. Japan's abusive transgender legal recognition process. All right, here we go. Um, let's have a look. I wouldn't have thought, you know, I've never been to Japan. I know of people who have been to Japan, but I wouldn't think they're, you know, just maybe from what you know from society, which is mainly based on World War Two films, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> uh, that's all I know about Japan, really. Um... Uh, I've I've gleaned all of my information from Japan from uh, the film Pearl Harbor, and may I may I say this? Um, their planning is impeccable. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, it doesn't look as though they're uh, particularly enlightened uh, uh, over in Japan. Um, I'm not talking about the general population. I'm just talking about their. There are laws within that. I'm sure there is, you know, uh, people who are a little bit more forward thinking, as there are in every country. We have our own laws in this country that, um, you know, people didn't agree with gay marriage and that sort of thing. And, you know, um, and even the church didn't for a long time, did they, until they realised they can make some fucking money out of it. And they're being left behind. Uh, the 27-year-old, here we go, 27-year-old forward uh, for the Washington Spirit, there we go, any Washington Spirit fans listening, said they felt more comfortable with their own gender identity 
while living in the United States. I uh, I imagine it's a lot easier there. Yeah, where teammates and friends are more open to gender and sexual diversity. I'm coming out now. I'm coming out. Uh, Yokoyama said in a video talk on former teammate Yuki Nagasato's Nagasato's YouTube channel. In the future, I want to quit soccer and live as a man. There we go, people. It's not many athletes. Um, usually, well, the big headlines, isn't it? Maybe this is the um, maybe this is the uh, uh, the thing uh, that uh, transgender people will have to fight against more um, in the future. Not that they don't now, uh, if anything. Um, uh, particularly male to female. They're the, they're the ones that always seem to get the headlines in the sports, aren't they? Uh, they're the ones. That is, that, is that slightly condescending saying that? I don't know. Uh, but they're, I mean, they're the ones, they're the stories. Um, Jesus, fucking minefield this is, isn't it? <laughs> I feel, talking about this at the minute, I feel like Indiana Jones... You know where he's stepping across, like that uh, bit where, like he he has to tread on the stones and not in between, or go in between the stones and not tread on the stones and stuff like that, or all the fucking arrows start firing across at him. I feel like that right now. Um, why do you feel like that, Ben? Is it your inbuilt prejudice? Is it possibly, possibly? I don't know. Let's have a bit of tea. Welcome to the last episode of the Ben Briggs podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's usually, you know, like um, uh, uh, male to female athletes who are uh, involved in sports, isn't it, where, that make the headlines. So this is the opposite of that. So I imagine in the future I want to quit soccer and live as a man. So I imagine she's going to quit they. Uh, Sorry, she, well, I said, uh, I know. I know, it's new. Uh, they uh, want to, um, they're going to quit soccer first and then live as a man. Because obviously if they're transitioning, I don't think that they would be able to, uh, I've never said they so many times in a sentence um, as I did just then. Um, but they... They wouldn't be able to play in the female soccer league, National Women's Soccer League, surely. Does that go for um, even if they're transitioning, even if they identify as a man now? Or are they going to go, OK, um, I've got a horrific injury. My knee's gone. I've done my cruciate. <laughs> I might as well live as a man now. Is that it? Because surely they wouldn't be able to live as a uh, a man and play in the National Women's Soccer League unless they transfer to the uh, um, National Soccer League men's. If they could make it into the team there, would they? No, I'm not saying they wouldn't. Um. But uh, that would be interesting. Because would it have the same... Here's my, here's, here's my logic behind this. Would, would that have the same headlines as, um, 
as a male to female transgender playing in women's sports if a female to male say she was she i imagine she's a good footballer because she's playing in that league anyway but imagine if she then join they oh jesus it's a fucking minefield isn't it if they then why are you talking about more than one person, Ben? I know, I know, it's confusing to me. It's not that confusing, merely. That's what they want. They want to be known as. But imagine they then left the women's league, joined a male team. Do you think it would? It's interesting. It would be interesting to see if it would, you know, elicit the same sort of uproar as um, as. Uh, as somebody who does a male to female, um, who does <laughs> fuck it out? This is a minefield. Um, who uh, uh, is a, tr- a male to female um, transgender? Like going into like women's sport, it would be quite interesting to see that, or whether they genuinely have to see out their. Um, playing days in a female sport and then transition. Um, it's interesting. I know I, I've been been a bit around the houses there. Uh, and I, hey, man, it's it's just like you never. It, 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 this is the first case of this that I've I've come across. Um, uh, in the future, I want to quit soccer and and live as a man. So as soon as she um. Uh, they um that's an interesting thing as well isn't it if you're living as a, if you're living as a man is it is she going by the pronouns they and them now because and not he and him because she's not transitioned yet and then well she change her pronouns to he and him or because if you if surely there's no reason or does that does the they and them differentiate her from um, a, a cisgendered man? And, and she'll keep those pronouns. Um, that's an interesting thing, isn't it? Is it they and them in a transition period and then he and him? Or uh, I suppose it's whatever they want it to be, isn't it? You know? If they want to be they and them forever, they can be they and them forever. But it just it just seems if you're living as a man, you would you would want surely you'd want to reinforce that, wouldn't you, with the he and him thing? Like if you're transitioning to be a woman, part of the thing. I'm talking from uh, my own uh, my own uh, views here. If I if I if I wanted to live as hey man if i wanted to live as a woman right and i thought right i'm a you know i've always felt i'm a woman and that sort of thing wouldn't it reinforce it more being called she and her rather than they and them um obviously unless unless she's sort of like non-binary which the they and them thing like works for that doesn't it um I don't know. Obviously, they can be called whatever they want to be called. But personally, if I ever transitioned, and I'm not saying that's not off the cards, people. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Not to make light of this. Obviously, like people are 
go through a lot of like shit, don't they? But um, about it. But um, I think uh, if I was, if I was, uh, if I believed I was a woman, um, I was born in the wrong body. Um, uh, I would want the reinforcement of the she and her thing. I think definitely. I would want people to call out into me in the street and say, she's a cunt. <laughs> ah, dear. Um, I'm coming out now. Uh, anyway, to uh, this has been uh, praised by President Joe Biden, by the way. He's not going to fucking condemn it, is he? You know what I mean? He's not going to go, oh, fucking, this is fucking disgraceful. Um not that it is disgraceful, but um, um, to Carl Nassib and Kumi Yokoyama. Carl Nassib was the uh, American footballer, wasn't he, that uh, came out as gay, um, which must have been tough, uh, I imagine. Uh, yeah, um, he's he's the only playing player at the moment, isn't it? That uh, isn't he that um, that has come out as gay. Um, because it's a very testosterone, fucking, if there's one sport that's very testosterone heavy, sort of like, you know, ooh, 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 fucking lads, man, I fucking love fucking women and you know, spreading my seed. I, I don't know. I imagine that's what they say a lot at American football games. Uh, Jesus, I mean... Like yeah, so actually, it's got on the article here about like uh, um, support it, support and awareness of uh, gender and sexual diversity has slowly grown in Japan, but LGBTQ people lack many legal protections and often suffer discrimination, causing many to hide their sexual identities. Here we go. We've got the meat and <laughs> we got the meat and two veg. I was about to say, ah oh, Jesus, it's fucking tightrope this, isn't it? An equality law pushed by rights groups was scrapped recently due to opposition from the Conservative ruling party. Oh, right, okay. So, this is where we get into the uh, the meat of it. Uh, no pun intended. Transgender people in J- Japan also must have their reproductive organs removed to have their gender recognised on official documents. Fuck me, man. I know there's a lot that, you know, a lot of people have that, um, uh, have gender reassignment surgery, don't they? But it's nice to have the fucking choice whether you want it or not. A requirement that human rights and medical groups criticise is inhumane and unnecessary and should say should end. Fucking hell, yeah. So if you want the official documents of your gender, uh, changed in Japan, you've either, you know, you've got to either lose a pipe or gain a pipe, haven't you? Uh, Yokoyama said they weren't enthusiastic about coming out, but it was a choice made while thinking about the future and it would be harder to live closeted. I would not have come out in Japan, they said. Uh, they thank their teammates, friends and girlfriend for their support and courage. There you go. You see... Maybe, you know, I. it's so strange, isn't it? You know, when you read stuff like that about other 
other cultures and other countries and things like that. And you think, you know, in the in the Western sort of like, you know, Europe and like the UK here and UK and uh, America, you become a little bit sort of like blinkered, don't you? You think everybody and everyone around the world, I know there's, you know, um, uh, you know, third world countries and things like that. You look at that and you go, oh, that's fucking terrible. Like another, you know, they've got they're fucking the way they live and that sort of thing. But it's so far removed. But somewhere like Japan, that's like quite a technological. It's hardly a third world country, is it? I don't think. Japan. Uh, first. Is it a first world country? Examples of first world countries. and Yeah, it's a first world country. It's quite highly te- technical, isn't it? You know, um, and, um, you know, you, you always think of Japanese people as quite polite and, you know, obviously, as, as long as you're not fucking fighting a war against them <laughs> and get captured. But. Um, you always think, you know, they're quite a polite, civilised society, don't you? Forward thinking because they're quite, you know, technologically advanced. Um, and you sort of like get blinkered to that really a little bit when you live in sort of like our sort of like, um, you know, our sort of culture, like in the UK and uh, and America and Europe. Um, but there's even European countries where it's like a little bit, you know, some of the old uh, Eastern Bloc countries and, you know, stuff like that. It's uh, still a bit dodge out there. I wouldn't be uh, getting any transfers to uh, the Polish League or anywhere like that. I'll have you know LGBT rights. Let's cover our ass on that, shall we? LGBTQ rights, Poland. I'm not going to Google every other country, but I just, I'm just interested. Poland provides LGBT people people with the same rights as heterosexuals in certain areas gay and bisexual men are allowed to donate blood oh that's nice of them uh gays and bisexuals are allowed to serve openly in the polish armed forces and transgender people are allowed to change their legal gender following certain requirements oh yeah what are they then um let's not go into that (laughs) that's a fucking minefield ah jesus don't get too much involved in that um yeah usually usually this is quite an interesting case though um because usually it's like the ones that hit the headlines the ones that hit the headlines the news stories about um transgender athletes that always hit the headlines are the ones like the, um that Laurel Hubbard who's the weightlifter and um I don't know what their uh, um uh whether her um a uh, he or uh uh well it's definitely not a he uh it's they are not it's i mean it's as in the pronoun oh, fucking hell jesus you've got to cover your ass haven't you um uh whether the pronouns are they or she um i, I can't you know i can't google everything Herbert is, is first openly changed uh, and uh, game said, I think it's 
I think the pronouns they use they. Um, yeah, the Olympic. Yeah, because they're the first. Um, uh, they're the first trans athlete to go in the Olympics. So you always hear hear stories like that because obviously news wants to sell news, don't they? They used to want to sell newspapers. Now they want to fucking get you to their fucking website, don't they? Where you can comment and be outraged and shit like that, can't you? Um, but this case of uh, the Japanese soccer player uh, is is obviously female to male. So it's... Um, it's uh, it's a li- it's a flip on that usual sort of like line that people take, and it's interesting to see how the newspapers have reported this um, as being um, a more of a positive. It seems to be like the whole story about this seems to be a lot more positive than what you'd get with a male to female. Uh, trans athlete because they've they've almost already when it's a male to female trans athlete they've already written that narrative arc haven't they of whether this is right or this is wrong whereas um uh obvious you know if 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 she um was trans trans into a man while she was playing still in the female soccer league would they uh, would that be allowed which is an interesting question sorry i was stuttering a bit there i was trying to um transitioned into being a um, man would they still be able to um play in that league obviously not because they themselves probably wouldn't want to anyway would they um but it's just interesting if she's if she actually went and moved to a male side then whether people would be in up in arms as much as they are with a um male to female athlete i just i just find it interesting the whole you know the whole thing because it's a like for for the Olympics committee um when that laurel hubbard um uh becomes the first trans athlete um to compete in the olympics um they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't aren't they like really to a certain degree they can't but possibly legally they can't outlaw her um from uh from competing if she's qualified and she's um or or they or, or whatever the pronoun is <laughs> that they use <coughs> um uh but they um yeah they couldn't legally stop her from competing if she's um reached the level uh and qualified for the olympics but you're always going to get people going this ain't fucking fair. It's interesting, though, that um, a lot of um, the athletes who do transition from male to female, it's... Um, and I'm not... 
I'm not just trying to dig myself a hole here. It's very strength-related events. You know what I mean? It's never the sort of, like, gymnastics or anything like that. It, it's it so far anyway. But maybe that's... Um, Maybe that's something to do with um, uh, just just what um, those particular trans um, athletes have um, uh, been good at. But it's it was it seems to be cycling and um, weightlifting, you know, to it, you know, which is I know I know there's female weightlifters and female cyclists and things like that, but. It's not the um, it's not the more uh, um, uh, <laughs> I'm digging myself a hole here, aren't I? Uh, it's it's not the more um, uh, sort of like uh, um, flexible or traditionally sort of like I know men do gymnastics as well, but it's not like like the female gymnastics where you have to be sort of like a little bit more supple and. But they're quite young anyway, aren't they, the female gymnastics, whereas obviously um, the athletes coming through now who are transitioned from male to female are a little bit older, um, possibly because their journey has been made accessible in recent years. That's how you dig yourself out of a hole, people, right there. (laughs) I think we've done it anyway, I'm not sure. Um if you've got any issues about anything I've talked about today, um, let's let's find out what Laurel Hubbard, uh, Laurel Hubbard pronouns. Let's have a look. Uh, she looking forward to privacy. Um, dead naming trans people like Olympian Laurel Hubbard. What was it? Ah, yeah. Um. Using the wrong pronouns, yeah, that's that's you know that's the that's the big debate about it as well, isn't it? Like you know, I think most people, like I have um, um, displayed myself in this podcast, most people just don't want to fucking trip up, do they? You know what I mean? Um, when it comes to because for 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 the majority of the population, um. Meeting and uh, talking to trans people uh, is a fairly, fairly um, new thing, I think. I know trans people have always existed and and that sort of thing. But for the vast majority of people, um, it's a fairly new thing with, um, uh, with the pronouns thing. Um, the he, she, you know, um, they, them, uh, you know, having alternatives to pronouns for people. It's a fairly recent thing. Um, and I know there's people going to be shouting, no, it hasn't. It's always been around. Yeah, but it's not, never been so, you know, pushed to the forefront as it is now. Um, and I can say that being a 44 year old man who's, um, who's uh who's you know you see the progression of that and i think most people just don't want to fucking trip up and um don't want to be hounded for it if they don't do you know what i mean 
it'd be nice, you know, like because you see that and that sort of thing. And I know your identity is um, uh, important to you, but most people just don't want to fucking, you know, get fucking slaughtered just for going, oh, fuck, you know, like, yeah, oh, sorry, I fucked up or whatever. So um, there we go. So <laughs> if you are uh, annoyed uh, by anything in the podcast and you want to hound somebody for it, uh, you can just uh, email me, uh, uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Uh, that was episode 223, people. Um, we have talked exclusively um, about um, about transgender athletes um, on both sides of that um, uh, transition as well. Um, which is quite interesting. I, I I find it fucking um, the interesting thing I found um, is how both of those things are reported. Um, where um, a, a female to male athlete and a male to female athlete seem to be reported differently, as if it's, and it seems you know. Whereas, you know, every, everyone's transition is different, man, but it just seems uh, uh, that it's reported differently um, in the press. Whether that's just those two stories or not, I have no idea. Anyway, let's cut it there before we dig ourselves a big hole. Um, uh, I will be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Uh, have a good uh, rest of your working week, and I'll speak to you then. Take care.